And happy new year and welcome to the Dorky Diva Show. I'm your host, Savannah. And I'm Brian. And it's 2023, and guess what? Guess what? We're back! I think your mic peaked for that. I know, I got so excited. We're back, as usual. Yes. Um, And as usual, we have no regular cadence. None. Because why would we? Cadence? What does that even mean? Like regular reoccurring, you know, schedule. Oh, right. Yes. Schedule. Vocabulary. Yeah, words. Yeah. I'm bad at those, as we know by now. But we made it to another year, guys. Pat ourselves on the back. We did. Pat, pat, and this pat, is going to be our best year yet. Our I've, best year yet. I've decided. Whether it be for the show or for us personally, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's going to be a great year. We're going to get at least one good thing out of this year. Right? Yes. That's our that's our goal. A singular positive event. Is I've bar, already peaked is that this year. <laughs> I've already yeah, peaked. That's why we're here today. Yes, indeed. We're going to talk about, or I'm going to talk about. You're going to talk about. The Galactic Star Cruiser The Galactic Star Cruiser. But I feel like before we talk about this, Brian, we need to yes. talk about what happened. Must have been, what, at the end of December? Is that when we saw some special people? Um, End of December. You, Who are you asking? about time and dates and I have no idea. <laughs> I think it was the I think it was the week between yes. Christmas and Maybe years? we can look this up, right? Anyways, yeah. Brian and I let me look. I'm going through yes. the camera roll. It was December 29th. December 29th. Okay. Yeah, that sounds about right. We, that was so long ago. Yes. Brian drove up from Naples. He drove up to Orlando and mm-hmm. we hung out for the day. We, and we did. got to hang out with Ben, um, yep. who is one of our podcast listeners and really good friends. Yep. And we finally got to meet Daryl. We um, did. Who has been such a big fan of the show. Daryl, we know you're listening to us right now. We hope you're having a great run. Yeah. Right now. I'm a fan of Daryl. Yeah. Congrats, Daryl, on finishing the marathon at Disney. Yeah, and the Lord of the Rings one. He finished. And the he Lord did of the it. Rings one. He went wow. to Mordor. By himself. One By man. Himself. Just yeah. That's not supposed to be possible. No. I've seen so we talked to him about it. I've seen that that what do they call it? The Middle Earth Lord of the Rings Marathon Challenge thingy, whatever it is. He hit cool medals and whatnot. So the second podcast sponsored Daryl to do it. Mm-hmm. And I remember Daryl asked us, like, hey, do you want to do it with me? And we're like, absolutely nope. not. <laughs> <But> <laughs> we're just letting I, yeah. you do it, sir. We don't want to so be involved. so many people do teams. And, yeah. and it divides it up. So, like, the accumulation of the miles amongst the people. So, if everyone does 10 miles, you got 10 people. That's 100 miles. Daryl did, like, 700 miles by himself. Insane. Just craziness. Insane. Craziness. Yeah, yeah, so we got to have um, we had drinks with Ben and we had we dinner with Daryl and his wife, and uh-huh. it was just such a perfect day. Brian gave me some very lovely Christmas gifts that made me cry. <laughs> um, yeah, and Daryl brought us snacks from his various travels. Yes, and we tried these things called all dressed chips, which yeah. are popular Canadian. in Canada. Mm-hmm. And we took a video of ourselves trying them, and I will probably post that on our Instagram because it's kind of funny. <laughs> um, because we couldn't figure out what the flavor was, like what we were tasting. But yeah, I thought they were great. I loved them. I wish. Yeah, I had they more. were good. They, they were, were good. I had Monique try them as well. 
and she what liked did she him. think she liked him she said they taste she said they taste like salt and vinegar like you said mm-hmm. and then you know something else afterwards and it's a strange taste I but had it is something, good i had chicken nuggets today with Chick-fil-A sauce and I had never had Chick-fil-A sauce before uh-huh. and I feel like the all-dressed chips are a mix of Chick-fil-A sauce and salt and vinegar. Interesting. Yeah, because okay. it kind of has that like barbecue-y kind of yeah. undertone. <laughs> yeah. That, yeah. When, when was the last show of this? Oh, I don't know. You remember? It's been <laughs> a while. Look. It's definitely been a while because... The holiday season is my busiest with work, yeah. and I dropped off the face of the earth, as I usually do. <laughs> Let's see. Um, Tales of the Jedi, which was November 3rd. So, yeah, it's been, a, okay. it's been a hot minute. So, you also met Monique. Yes. Oh, my God, everybody. <laughs> oh, my God. You did. <sighs> it happened after okay. how many years of friendship? Where is she? Like, why is she not co-hosting? You're done. You're so done on this show. I finally met Brian's wife after years. So you and I realized, uh, according to Facebook, we've been friends as of last year for eight years. Eight years. Which is crazy. Yeah. Um, Long time. Which means next year will be a decade. That's wild. Anyways, I've known Brian... For eight years. Today is your 13th anniversary with Monique since yeah. you guys started dating, mm-hmm. um, which is amazing. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. We love her. Anyways, <laughs> obviously, we've we've all heard amazing things about Monique on the show because Brian always <laughs> sings her praises. And I had yeah. very high expectations when I met her. But as far as Monique's personality, I didn't know what to expect sure. because- I don't know. Like, I just didn't know what to expect. I knew what she yeah, looked like. I knew she was a nurse. Like, I know that she's just like the most amazing person, but didn't know what her personality was going to be like. Uh huh. I will spare everybody from what one of the first things <laughs> she said was because it's a little TMI. Yeah. But I died laughing and I was like, I have never loved anyone more. Like, <laughs> she is. Same hilarious and lovely and beautiful and so funny and she's such a disney fan now which i love oh yeah way Um, in she and i have the same brain i know i told you we share one brain yep um she's so type a and i loved meeting her (laughs) like Thank God she doesn't listen to this because I'd be so embarrassed if she knew how <laughs> obsessed I am with her. But I am literally obsessed with her. Rightfully so. So am I. I want to be her best friend. <laughs> I get it. I she totally is, understand. She's so awesome. Like, I'm not going to say it, but Brian, you know what I'm talking about. Oh, yeah. I know I exactly said, what you're talking about. <laughs> when I said she made me laugh. And I just. Yeah, that's my wife. <laughs> She has I no filter. Her. What can we say? I <laughs> love her. Um, yeah. Yeah. So that happened. And we actually ate at, we weren't planning on it, but we ate at T-Rex at Disney Springs. So we were eating mm-hmm. lunch with like dinosaurs, which was yeah, we were. awesome. Yeah. In an ice uh, room. What a highlight. What a great way to end last year. You right? Know? Man. It happened. It happened. And you guys are yeah. buddies now? Yeah. She's been telling me you guys are texting back and forth. About, I know. Like... <laughs> I know. When she texted me because I didn't have her number, I'm obviously assuming you gave her my number when she was like, uh-huh. hey, it's Monique. I was like, 
<laughs> we're, we're friends now. <laughs> oh, so sweet. Yeah. The best. The best. I literally love her. And I just love that you guys come to Disney more often now because I'm like, oh, yeah. I know She's I'll get obsessed. to see them more often. Oh, yeah. So nice. She's already planning. Like, she, we just talked about it today. She's like, we should probably go to Disney in February. I'm like, all right. Yeah. yeah. Say when. We'll figure it out. Yeah. She wants to go That's all the time. So awesome. That's amazing. I yeah. could not love her more. Like, you have the most amazing wife in I do. the entire universe. I do. I don't want to brag, but uh, yeah. Now yeah, I know why you brag about her so much. <laughs> yeah. like, it's not it's not unwarranted yeah. bragging. Like it's completely <laughs> valid. Incredible. Yeah. But perfect in every way except for her taste in men. Just <laughs> flawless. <laughs> when when will that joke ever get old? Never. Have you seen her? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Have you seen me? <laughs> no, it's, it it will forever it's evergreen. My God. She's so funny. I, I was like, first of all, Monique, I have so many questions. Wait a second, <laughs> Brian. We cannot even talk about the Star Cruiser yet. You know what we have to talk about. Yes. You know. Yes. Go ahead. The rental car. The rental car. Oh, you want. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? It could be anything. It's me we're talking about. What did you think I was going to say? I mean, I thought you were thinking maybe the hotel. Maybe no, uh, I don't I mean, even think that's worth it. I think the rental car is better. My my LA story? Yeah. Yeah, that was that was intense. Why don't you tell that story? Do you want to? I will. Yeah. It's it's a before bit of a we long get one. started. Okay. Just make it I mean, don't make it too long, but it's it's worth it. I'll try my best. Um, Go for it. Okay, guys. <laughs> so back in November, uh, I took a trip to Los Angeles. It was uh, not planned. I did a previous one in September that was planned. And uh, the rental car situation is the perfect encapsulation of the difference. Uh, so I was there for a wedding. I was staying with a buddy of mine who's a director friend I've worked with for a lot of years. And before I got there, I was like, do I need do I need a rental car? Because that's like a lot of money. I'm already saving money by staying with him. But should I get a rental car? He's like, no, no, you just Uber everywhere. I'm like, all right, cool. So I land in LAX at like, I don't know, noon-ish, like a boob right in the middle of lunchtime. And... I get on Uber and I look and he lives in Glendale for anyone that knows Los Angeles. Uh, and an Uber one way, I was there for the weekend, an Uber one way from LAX to his place was like $125. And I was like, ooh, that's a lot of money. Uh, especially if I'm going to be here for like three days. I'm just going to get a rental car. So I did what any... Uh, person would do and i got onto google and i was like cheap rentals out of lax what do we got and let me tell you i found it boy did i i found the cheapest rental i could find it was like 130 dollars for the weekend and i was like oh my god i'm a genius booked got it it was from a company <laughs> famous last words <laughs> especially from me <laughs> it was from a company called routes now i know what you're thinking Brian, I've never, never heard, heard of routes. Of that. Me neither. <laughs> but that didn't stop me. So I do it and I'm like, all right, cool. Booked. I go out to the the rental loop, whatever you call it. You know, when you go outside of the airport and you wait and they have buses for rental companies. For anyone that's done this, you know what I'm talking about. And it has the name of the company like Alamo Enterprise, Fox Rent-A-Car, whatever it is. You get into that bus, that bus takes you to the rental place. I'm there for, oh my God, a half hour probably, maybe 45 minutes. Oh my and God. I'm like, huh, 
you know, I'm thinking it's LAX. It's a busy airport. There's a lot of traffic. Maybe, maybe it's just taking them a little while. So, so I'm waiting there. I'm I'm talking to Monique at the time. I'm like, hey, so I got a rental car. Just you know, keeping her updated, landed safely, all that good stuff. And uh, still nothing. So I I open the email, and it says uh, routes pickup whatever. You know, it it's in terminal two. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm in terminal four. I'm like, all right, cool, got it. I'm just in the wrong terminal. That's what it is. So I walk two terminals away. I I get to terminal two. I wait another half hour or so, and I'm like, huh, I've not seen a single routes bus. And then I start thinking, this is a loop. I would have seen them at Terminal 4, but I didn't. Why would I think I could see them in Terminal 2? I don't know. Mm. I don't think that far ahead, friends. And so I called the number on the email that is for this routes place. All right, cool. This woman answers. Her name's Diane. She was great. She's like, oh, hey. And I'm like, hey, I've been waiting in this thing for like a while, uh, and I've not seen a single uh, routes van or anything. She goes, oh, no, no, no. What you want to do is take the nearest like transport bus that like people get on, not for any rental place, and the first stop will be a transportation depot. Let me know when you're there. Call me back, and we'll have someone pick you up. I'm like, oh, fancy. Cool. Let's do it. So... <laughs> It sounds so crazy when I think about it. This but at is the my time, favorite story like... you've ever told in my life. I've heard it twice now, and I'm already on pins and needles again. Like I've never heard it. So like, I get on the bus, and you know me. I'm just go with it. Let's just see what happens. That's my life. See what happens. I get onto the bus. I go to the nearest one. I get on, and he's like, "Hey, what rental car are you with?" And I was like, "I'm with Routes." And he goes, "What?" I was like, "Route." It's called Routes. It's spelled like Routes. R O U T E S. And he's like. I've I've never heard of that. <laughs> and I'm like, such what? a great sign, you know. And I'm like, I just got off the phone with Diana, and I trust her with my life. So uh, <laughs> clearly, this man who goes to all the rental places every day is wrong. <laughs> so he gets on the radio and he go, he starts calling people. And he's like, Hey, have any of you guys heard of routes? And they're like, No. <laughs> so oh I'm, so I'm like, Yeah, okay. That listen, I'm in now. You know, I, I, there's no giving up. I've, not, I've got no quit in me, for better or worse. Um, I commit. Definitely for worse. You know, I commit when I make a decision. Um, so I, I just tell him, I was like, is the first stop that you go to the transportation depot? And he goes, yeah. I was like, okay, cool. Then I'm on the right bus. I get on the bus. I got my little carry-on. I sit. We drive off. He goes to the transportation depot. What I didn't realize was the transportation depot is a very fancy way of saying an empty parking lot. So, of course, I get out, because why not? Bus drives off. And then I'm like, hmm, this is weird. So I called Diana again, and I was like, hey, I'm uh, I'm in some parking lot. Um, yeah, Okay, right here, there's a sign that says Transportation Depot. And she's like, okay, we'll send someone over to come get you. And I'm like, great. So I'm waiting, hanging out. And then this white van rolls up, has no, uh, like, routes, uh, signage or anything, and this Ukrainian guy gets out and he's like, hey, are you Brian? And I was like, I am. He goes, cool. I'm here to take you to to the dealership. And I'm like, great. Pause. <laughs> Pause. And yeah. he gets in a stranger's of vehicle course. in the middle of Los Angeles. Yeah, I don't know where I'm at. That guy seemed to know. <laughs> <laughs> so I get in the van. Oh my and, you know, I'm just talking. I'm like, hey, how's it going? Yeah, you're from here. Cool. How long ago did you move here? How do you like it? You know, I'm, oh, I'm from Florida. Cool. Blah, blah, blah. We're just, you know shooting the breeze as it were um and he he pulls into this place that i can only describe as like 
it's not quite a strip mall because a strip mall is like short, like one story. They were like multiple uh-huh. stories, like giant buildings, but at the bottom level was were these places. And it was like four or five different uh like car rental car dealerships. They were like storefronts, not like any car dealership that's like its own building. And he mm-hmm. goes, "All right, your place is right up there." And I look and there's a tiny like sheet that says routes, but the place is called Savvy. S A V V Y. And it's got like a if I remember correctly, like a gorilla chewing on a wrench or whatever. And I'm like, "Okay, all right. Let's do this." So I go, Ukrainian guy dips, I walk up the stairs, and this rental place it's like a, it's, it kind of reminded me more of like a mechanic shop a little bit, minus like mm-hmm. all the parts in Greece. Like he had a little desk. The guy behind the counter was this dude with like a giant man bun and was wearing like a hoodie. And I was like, I'm so in to this entire experience right now. Like there's <laughs> no way this is not going to be a great story from here on out. And the guy's like, hey, what's going on? I was like, hey, I'm Ryan. Uh, Diana sent me here. He's like, oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. Let me see your confirmation number. He does it. Cool, cool. And then he goes, let me just um, put together a contract for you. Here we go. And I'm thinking. Okay, everybody pay attention. This is the best part. <laughs> everybody pay attention. So, so I'm thinking, I've rented a lot of cars, guys. I travel a bunch. And I've been to LA quite a few times. And I've always rented cars. Never been an issue. From um, legit places. From legit places. Which, you know, hindsight, this guy was pretty legit. Anyway, also up at well. <laughs> <laughs> so the guy's like, let me pull a contract for you. He gets my he gets my number, looks at my uh, confirmation email. He's like, cool. And he pulls out this laminated contract. And he's looking at my phone, and he has an Expo marker. And he's filling out this laminated sheet with, like, the, the confirmation number, my address, the license number, blah, 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 blah. And then he asked me to sign it. I'm like, great, sign it. And then he takes a picture of it on his cell phone. He's like, great, all right, cool. Uh, here's a here's a copy of it. Let me go get your car. Brings me out a 2023 Kia, and it was nice. I mean, this thing was brand new. I was feeling it, and I was like, "This is great." So I walk out. He takes a bunch of pictures with it. He's got this like cool app that shows like where dents are and like you know, so I won't be charged for it, whatever. And I had a great weekend. It was awesome. Car worked great. It was. I mean, it was brand new. This was you know way back in 2022, and I'm driving a 2023. Guys, was it stolen? I don't know. I didn't ask. Tell, tell them the ending, though, of returning so, the car. The weekend goes great. Had a fantastic time. The night before I left, went to a wedding, got super drunk. It was awesome. But my flight left at like 8.15 in the morning on Monday. So I, you know, everybody knows you got to get to the airport hours early, just in case. You know, because something could go wrong. There's TSA, all this stuff. Like, you want to give yourself a little bit of a cushion. Mm-hmm. So I get back to the dealership, quote unquote. <laughs> yeah, air at, dealership. Yeah, I get back there at like 5.30 in the morning. And I walk up to the door and it's locked. And I was like, hmm, that's different. And mind you, when I tell you it's like a like a storefront, there's no parking lot. There's no like place where all the rental cars go. I have no clue where the other rental cars came from. Never asked. Never saw, like, they pulled the car out front. I got in it, left. I don't know where they're getting them or where they're putting them. Not my problem. So so I drive I drive up. The door's locked. I start calling them because, you know, hey, my flight leaves in three hours. It goes to voicemail over and over and over and over. And I was like, hmm. 
Okay. Then I start looking at the door and everything, and they open at 8 a.m. My flight leaves at 8.15, remember. <laughs> that math doesn't work. <laughs> no. No, it doesn't. So, uh, you know, I did what any person would do, and I thought for like 15 minutes, and I'm like, okay, okay. There's nobody around. I mean, it, it is me and this this car, and that is it. Nobody. No witnesses. No one I could talk to. The other storefronts that are next to her are all closed, and don't, they don't open until 8 a.m. either. So I got to catch a flight. And that guy never told me how to return the car. He just gave me the car. I was like, all right, cool. Take some pictures. Have a good time. And I did. So what I did was I locked all of the doors except for the driver's side. I tucked the keys underneath the doormat of the driver's side and then closed it. And then I just called an Uber and like got to the airport. And I left them a voicemail being like, hey, um, Nobody told me how to return this, so <laughs> it's parked at this spot. Uh, I paid the there was like a parking meter, so I paid it up until like eight thirty in the morning, just so I didn't get co- towed or ticketed or anything. And I was like, "It's out there. This is the spot it's in. Keys are underneath this thing. Thanks for your help, deuces." And so I'm sitting in the airport, and <laughs> I told Monique what happened. She's like, "What'd you do?" I was like, "Oh, I left it. <laughs> what else is it gonna do?" So uh, I'm sitting there. It hits eight o'clock in the morning. And I'm getting a little nervous because I'm like, oh, I hope that works. And then at 8.05, I was going to call them and be like, hey, just so you know, your car's out front. Um, I would like my deposit back, please. And uh, at 8.04, I got an email confirming they got the car and everything was good. And it all worked out. The expo marker on the laminated contract <laughs> sent me into orbit. I was like, you're telling me you did what? Yeah, yeah, I did. You, you signed uh, what? Mm-hmm. Oh, my. I, I just, God I bless Monique. She is <laughs> a saint. How do we get her into becoming like an official saint? You right. Know, I don't know. Any, I, I don't know she anything deserves about saints. It. She'd be the saint of everything. Though. Just for time served. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, how do we do that? Um, <laughs> well, it's funny because you've asked me, you're like, like, what would happen if Monique was there? I was like, if Monique was there, I never would have been in this position in the first place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just, I really worry for you, man. If anything ever uh, happens yeah, I, to her. Oh, for her? Yeah, absolutely. I'm done. I'm done. Yeah, she, you're not going to talked about it. this when We talked about this when we hung out, that like the binder of like, here's our passwords and our the death account. Binder. And, the death binder. <laughs> You know, here's how to pay our bills when stuff figures out. And I've told her, no, no, no. If something happens to you, I'll be right behind you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that Death Cab for Cutie song, you know, like, I'll follow you into the dark. Absolutely. Yeah. She's at yeah. the gates checking in. And I'll be like, hey. <laughs> <laughs> we were joking about this. And I was like, she's probably going to be like, oh, my God, I didn't even get a break from him. He's no. already here. Forget about it. <laughs> I just be like, Kubo, you're going to go to grandma's for a little bit. Just so you know, we love you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah you got to meet kennedy too i did i did oh she's perfect and you guys instantly bonded it was right like away she knew you were her long lost uncle that's right and she loves you amazing look at yeah. how different this podcast is to the last one <laughs> <laughs> life, life is crazy is so guys good. life is so good um good stuff okay yeah, so let's that's talk about Star Cruiser because we have let's a talk lot about to cover. Star Cruiser. You did it. You went. I did it, and I don't have show notes, so okay. we're just gonna go through. Here's the plan, guys. Here's um, the plan. 
I'm not going to talk about spoilers for the storyline that is unfolded during the cruise, okay? Great. I'm just going to talk about like my experience, my highlights, all the good things, why I think it's worth the cost, why I decided to go, all that goodness. No spoilers for the story though. I am going to talk about the various characters that are on the cruise. Perfect. But I don't really think that's a spoiler. I'm not going to talk about it any more than what you would read in like their marketing materials. So Absolutely. Because I have a lot of questions about them anyway. Okay. So let's start with number one. Why did I do this? (laughs) Why did you do it? So honestly, I'm going to be real. I was... I will admit, I was 100% a hater when the Star <laughs> Cruiser was announced and when the concept okay. art came out. I was the person that was like, oh my God, you're paying that much to sleep in a bunk bed. This mm-hmm. looks stupid. Like, I didn't understand it. Okay. I will Top be the hater. first to admit, I was a hater. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our friends, our lovely friends, Charlotte and Caitlin from Sky Talkers, they were invited to go on the Star, the Star Cruiser for like the media slash press. Yeah. So they got to do the full experience and they had the best time. I listened to their full spoiler filled podcast. They had a spoiler free section and then a spoiler filled section. Mm -hmm. And at the time I was like, well, I'm never going to do this. So I'll listen to the spoilers (laughs) because like, who cares? Yeah. Um, I watched all their like videos. I watched all their TikToks. I wanted to know everything about it. I was like very interested in all of it. Yes. And they just talked about how they had the best time. And I was like, okay, like, cool. Like, I'm so similar to them. I would probably enjoy this. You know, right. it sounds like they had a genuinely amazing time. Um, so it was in the back of my head for a while. And then my friend Tori and I talked about it in like February of last year. We were like, oh, it would be so cool. Like if we could do it, but I don't know. It's so expensive, blah, blah, blah. And we just shelved it. And then there was a cruise that fell on Life Day in November. Mm-hmm. So the day, the second day of your cruise, you go to Batu. And Tori was like, oh, I would love to do this because you would be in Batu on Life Day. What do you think? And she asked me about this in like September. And I was like, Tori, I love you. I would love to do this. But I can't really justify the cost right now because I just moved and like I need to take a chill pill. You know, right. like financially need to take a chill pill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's table it a little bit longer. And she's like, okay, no problem. Well, Our friends, Holly and Brian, who are married, they were on that cruise for Life Day. And they were in town for that trip, obviously. And they invited us to get breakfast with them the day after their cruise. So Tori and I had breakfast with them the day after their cruise. And of course, they're telling us about how great it was. And then I I realized that they've been on the Star Cruiser several times. Like They love it so much that they've been a handful of times now and they amazing have such a great time and i was like wow if if you're going back like clearly there's some sort of value to this that you you're really enjoying you know right and they were like yeah we're actually coming back in january to do it again and when they said that i was sitting next to tori i rotated my head and i made eye contact with her and i was like they're coming back in January. I think I can do this. <laughs> do you want to do this? Are we doing this? And during the course of like our hour long breakfast, it was like, well, yeah, I think I could swing this. Um, 
yeah, I would just started doing mental math. And I was like, you know what? I can do this. I can totally do this. Let's do it. I'm I'm ready to start living my life and having fun. And Brian, you know how much I work. I work a full-time cool. job. So much. I have many freelance jobs. And I was like, you know what? I work really hard so that I can do fun things. So why Absolutely. not? Absolutely. Yeah. So we booked it. Um, the next day, Tori came over to my place. We called Disney. We were like, we want to book this trip. We booked it. We screamed. We cried. <laughs> we celebrated. We were thrilled. So we booked the trip in November. We only had like really a month and a half to plan our outfits. Mm -hmm. And I really didn't even have that much time because like I said, we haven't podcasted since November 3rd because November and December is the busiest time of the year for me with work. And I am dying constantly from that. (laughs) So originally I thought I would make a lot of my outfits for the Star Cruiser, but I just did not have the time and I did not have the brain power. I was just mentally sure. spent during the two months. Yeah, I was working. So I did want to like have some fun outfits though. And like obviously Tori did too. That was a huge reason why I wanted to go. I wanted to dress up. I wanted to do the whole cosplay, yeah. role play thing. Get in there. Um, and the other part of it that I was really excited about was the food. So for me, I wanted to go for dressing up and for food. Those were the two big reasons. Good reasons. So yeah, so our cruise was from January 5th to the 7th, so right after mm-hmm. the new year, and it was beyond incredible. Like, yeah. The best thing I've ever done in my life and the most fun I've ever had in my life. So, really. There's so much to talk about with this. Okay. And I guess I assume a lot of people know what it is, but in case people don't know what it is, I'm going to try to describe this to the best of my ability. Okay. And it's already very difficult to describe what this is. (laughs) So there is a hotel at Walt Disney World called Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. And the idea is that it's not a hotel. It's a cruise. It's supposed to be like a spaceship cruise. Okay, A star cruise, if you will. A star cruiser. But in reality, it is a hotel. Oh, okay. you... The, the excursion is very short. You uh-huh. check in You're on day one. The earliest you can check in is 1 p.m. in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. And you have the rest of that day. So we had 1 p.m. on Thursday through the rest of the day. We have all day Friday. And then you check out at, at what was it, 10 a.m. on Saturday. You had to be out okay. of there at 10 a.m. on Saturday. Uh-huh. So it's really only like combined – like one and three quarters of a day, really, yeah, when like you think about it. 45 hours? Yeah, it's incredibly uh-huh. short. Um, yeah. And when I first heard about it and like when I first booked it, I was like, dang, that's a lot of money. It's a lot of money, I will say. I'm yep. not going to talk specifics because you can Google it if you're curious. But <laughs> Tori and I split it a room. We split a room, so that, you know, helped. But anyways, right. it is expensive but now I realize why it's so short. It took me like a full seven days to recover from how <laughs> exhausted I was. And I'll okay. talk about that later. Yeah. So it's a very short experience. But the idea is that you're on a cruise. Um, this takes place during the time of like the sequel trilogy. I think it takes place between episodes eight and nine, if I remember oh, correctly. Okay. Um, there are original characters on the ship that you've never heard of before. 
there are characters you have heard of before. Um, and the idea is that you're basically role-playing and interacting with these characters both in person and through a data pad, which is an app on your smartphone. Uh-huh. And throughout the course of your cruise, this story unfolds. But every single person on the ship is somehow experiencing a different part of the story, but at the end of your trip, it all comes together to a head where everybody is experiencing the same thing. And I don't want to talk about that in detail uh, because it is spoilery. Yeah. But there are different paths you end up on. You could end up on a first order storyline. You could end up on a resistant storyline. We ended up on a smuggler storyline, which is what we wanted. And we kind out. of we kind of went into it that way. So going mm-hmm. into this trip, I knew all the story spoilers. I'm okay. nosy AF. I had to look <laughs> it all up. Tori didn't really know anything. So it was the cool. perfect match of me being able to be like, hey, I don't want to miss this. I think we should be here. I don't want to go back to the room. And she would go along with it because she knew something cool was going to happen. So right. I'm just going to talk about like what it was like from day one when we checked in, and I'm just going to go chronologically through the whole trip. Okay? Break it down for me. Let's break it down. So on day one, um, we drove to the Star Cruiser. Um, They have valet only. So you get out of your car. They get the luggage out of your car for you. They put it on a luggage rack. You check in. You give them your name. They drive off with your car, and they give you a magic band. And Brian, you know what a magic band is because you have them. <laughs> and I might have heard of it. <laughs> but they give you a Halcyon, that's the name of the ship, a Halcyon exclusive magic band um, that has your name on it. Ooh. And that's basically your key to everything on the ship. It's your key to get into your room. It's your key to pay for things. Oh, that's and cool. And it is your key to kind of interacting with characters. So you're encouraged to be wearing it at all times. So you immediately put it on. They take your luggage away from you. You don't have to carry any of your things unless you want to. Like an actual Um, cruise. Like an actual cruise. Mm -hmm. And the staff is so welcoming and so nice. And they already know you by name. They're ready to greet you. Cool. And then you go through a very small security check with a metal detector. And then you walk up to a launch pod and what in reality the launch pod is an elevator but when you get in it it looks like a little spaceship and there are windows on it that look like you're leaving earth and going into space and you can see the star cruiser and then you your your launch pod is like connected to the star cruiser and then the door opens and then you're in the atrium of the star cruiser and it's just this like gorgeous reveal okay so once you enter the atrium there are cast members waiting for you and you're greeted by somebody and they're like hi my name is blah 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 i don't remember our person's name because i was so overwhelmed (laughs) i yeah. Apologies, ma'am. Don't know your name. But they immediately give you a brief tour of the ship. So they're like, this is the atrium. Over there is the lounge. Over here is the store, whatever the store's name was. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, they tell you where you can get your lunch and then they take you to your room. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you get to your room, you tap your little magic band to this wall panel that everything looks spacey, by the way. Like Every single thing in here is themed. I even noticed at one point I found an ATM on the ship 
the ATM was a Chase ATM, but the writing was an arabesque on the screen. Oh like my god! Everything, every even the TV remote is themed. What? Okay, every full single immersion thing, full immersion, full. Okay. Oh my god! So they take you to your room, and when you walk in, it's this long hallway. On the left, you have your bathroom, beautiful bathroom, great shower, great lighting, which is great for women that or anybody wearing makeup that needs good lighting. Mm -hmm. On your right is another mirror with beautiful lighting. They have water there for you, beverages, like beverage cups, a closet, shelving. And then you walk in to like your bedroom part and there's this beautiful bed and a spaceport. So you're looking out into space through this window and you can see stars and planets. And then you look to your right and the television is a map of where you are in the galaxy. And on the cruise, you're actually going to different places in space and your map is updating in real time to whatever you're seeing outside the window. It's amazing. And it will tell you like what planets you're seeing out there right now and like the coolest thing ever. So there's a big bed. I think it's a king size bed. There's two bunk beds, which were so fun. I slept in the bunk beds both nights. Of course. And then then you have a personal droid in your room and she's on a little wall panel with a screen. Her name is D3 and you can push a button and the screen turns on and she's right there talking to you and you can talk back to her. You can have a full on conversation with her and she is a part of your story as well. So when you get there, you introduce yourself to her, you know, you talk to her, she'll answer any questions you have about the ship And she kind of is guiding you along some of the story elements. You can also scan your magic band there when you're talking to her so that it connects the rest of your data pad messages with whatever information you received from her. So it's so overwhelming. There's so many amazing things. Um, Also, D3, at night, she can sing you a lullaby or she will tell you a bedtime story. And her lullaby was the most amazing thing ever. Okay. (laughs) So we very quickly like explored our room. Our bags were already waiting for us in the room. Um, We freaked out. We cried a little bit. We like got all excited. And then we were like, let's go explore the ship. So um, we wanted to go to the Sublight Lounge first, which is like their bar area, which looks so cool, by the way. The booths look cool. The actual bar looks very cool. They have these two like fish aliens on each side of the bar. Uh And um, one of the bartenders asked Tori if she would like to name the fish. So she named them Snig and Oopla from the Star Wars Weekend's Hyperspace Hoopla, the name of the host, which we love. Um, And then on the cruise, your cost of the trip includes all of your food, every kind of food you can imagine, any non-alcoholic beverage. Alcoholic beverages are extra, okay? Okay. So we went to the Sublight Lounge to get a bevy. Uh I got something called a Dagobah Vimlet, which was delicious. Cool. And it came in a souvenir cup that looks like the mugs that Kira is holding on Dryden's ship in Solo. Yeah. And that thing is so freaking cool. It's so heavy. It's like so thick. It feels yeah. so legit, you know? Um, 
So we hung out in the lounge for a little bit. We had our drink. We were with Holly and Brian. And like I said, Holly and Brian have been on the ship several times. So they know all the cast members, basically. Like they literally know everybody by name. Everybody knows them by name. So our bartender immediately like came over and was like ready to help us, asked us if we needed anything. Um, And then after that, we took our drinks to the Crown of Corellia, which is the dining hall. And from 1 p.m. to 4 p.m., they serve a lunch buffet. Oh. It is the coolest food yeah. ever. It's all spacey. Like, Brian, how about this? While we're talking, I'm going to text you photos so yeah, that please. you can see what I'm telling you about. Okay. okay? I'm and already we'll like this freaking out. This is insane. Yeah. So we had... So many things to choose oh. from. Um, yeah, so many things to choose from. So what you can see on the picture I just sent you is uh-huh. a couple desserts, a PB&J, um, a ham and cheese croissant, a grilled cheese with tomato soup. And then the second picture is like a little pizza, another uh, grilled cheese and tomato soup because it was delicious. And then tip yip, which is just uh-huh. fried chicken basically and mac and cheese. But you can see everything looks really cool. And – they have blue and green milk on tap. You can get as much yeah. as you want whenever you want. Oh my God, that's so dangerous. I already have an yeah. addiction. And you can go back and get as much food as your heart desires. What? What's yes. the, which, one's, which one of these is the PB&J? You can't the even green, tell. The green one. The what? puffy green looking thing. Yeah. And oh, here's a, here's a picture of me eating it because I just literally thought it was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> Um, it had sunflower butter in it and, and jelly, grape jelly. Um, the desserts were really like chocolatey and delicious and what amazing. So from right off the bat, the drinks were delicious. The food was delicious. The staff was amazing. Everybody is so kind that is working there. So after lunch, we decided we wanted to go ahead and go to the gift shop and get our shopping done. Okay, Um, So we went shopping, and I got you and Ben and Daryl the very fancy exclusive Sabat cards, which I need to send to you or hang on to until next time I see you. Mm -hmm. Um, But I got those for myself. I got – what did I get? Oh, I got a wine stopper. I got a little model of the ship, like a die cast model. I got a t-shirt. I got some earrings of the Halcyon logo. Um, I got my mom a backpack. I got some beautiful coasters. They have all kinds of stuff in the store. They have apparel. They have home decor. They have a whole bunch of everything. They have like an exclusive lightsaber. Um, Really great variety of merch. And I had already looked online to see what they were going to have. So I kind of already had my own little shopping list made. Mm-hmm. Um, and we bought everything. And then they took the bags back to our room. Like we didn't even have to take our stuff back to the room. They just took it for us. Oh, cool. And when we came out of the store, some of the characters started to come out. So Ooh. the first character that we met, I'm sending you pictures. The first okay. character that we met, her name is there she is. And Wani is a Rodian. And so in the cool. story, she is a DJ. Um, 
and like a backup dancer for this intergalactic pop star named Gaia. And we meet Gaia later on in the day. But Wani was out and Wani is the love of my life. Um, Wani and I are getting married. Like (laughs) seeing her. Because I remember when they first announced and we saw videos of her for the first time and it looked like real life CG. Like could not believe the way her mouth moved literally could not believe it like yeah you truly believe that she's real because she's so expressive like not only with the mask the mask moves really well but even the performer that's playing her like her body is so expressive you don't know what she's saying because she's not speaking english but you're somehow able to have a conversation with her and she's telling you what her name is and you're telling her what your name is and she was just lovely so she was out in the atrium meeting people um and you're just like saying hi and like kind of getting to know her and that was just the coolest thing but at that point she was the only character that was out it was just Mm -hmm. wani right so we met her we died went to heaven somehow (laughs) came back to earth and then we went and got another drink in the lounge. Um, this time I got the Silver Sea Martini, which Ooh. is – I'm going to send you a photo. It's like Please pink do. and sparkly and has like glitter in it, and um, it was delicious. So Now, when you say that drink. like food and drinks are included, does that mean like unlimited amounts? Like if you get your food, can you go and get like seconds and thirds of the same food? You can get as much food as you want. Oh my god! And here's the thing too. Well, I'll I'll talk about food more when we talk about okay. dinner. Yeah, but yeah, with sorry. the lunch buffet, you can eat until you puke, and then you can eat <gasps> more. Like you can eat as much as you possibly want. And then in the sublight lounge, they also have later in the day they have snacks and stuff that you can order, and it's free. So I didn't what? get a lot of the snacks because. I was so full all the time. Like I was eating so much, I thought I was going to die. But at one point, I did order like a little tiny pizza in the Sublight Lounge, and that's included. So non-alcoholic beverages and all of your food is included, and you can have as much as you possibly want. The alcoholic beverages are extra. You have to pay for them. But the nice thing is that with that whole situation, um, you can – pay with your magic band. So your magic band is your form of payment mm-hmm. throughout the entire cruise. So you're not carrying a purse with you. You're not carrying your wallet. You're tapping your magic band when you go to the store. You're tapping your magic band when you need to pay for your drinks or whatever. Oh. You can pay with a credit card if you want, but sure. you don't have to. So it's really convenient. I never carried a purse unless it was a part of my outfit as an accessory. I never sure. felt like I needed to carry a purse, which was really nice. Um, They also have water in the atrium. They have tap water, like room temperature tap water, sparkling water, and chilled water in the atrium at all times. You can get as much as you want. So that's really nice. Um, Mm -hmm. The other funny thing is that when you're on the ship, you can bring your alcohol with you anywhere. Like you can walk around with a drink anywhere. And at one point, Tori and I had finished a drink and we were like, what are we what do we do with our glasses? Like we're not near the lounge. Like what, do we need to take it back? And we asked someone and they were like, just set it down anywhere and a cast member will grab it for you. We're like, what? what? So um, <laughs> we just set it down and immediately someone took it and we were like, what? Like, wow. 
what? Yeah. So <laughs> after we got those drinks, we grabbed our drinks and we went to the atrium again, which is like where all the magic happens. Mm-hmm. And that's when muster happened. So muster. you kind of get into one of four groups and they kind of go over like real life emergency situation warnings. And then mm-hmm. um, the captain of the cruise comes out. She introduces herself, um, the stage or the show director for the cruise comes out and then you're boarded by the first order and there are first order stormtroopers and there is a lieutenant named lieutenant croy who is the sassiest of men um (laughs) that's that video of you guys fun yes okay he was so fun to interact with so you meet um the cruise director the um captain of the ship uh, Lieutenant Croy, the stormtroopers, and then there's a mechanic named Sammy that you meet. Cool. Um, and I'm trying to think if this point if we had met somebody else. I don't think so. There's another character that we met, but I don't want to talk about him just yet if we hadn't okay. met him. So um, so after muster, which was super fun, um, what did we do? Oh, we had our bridge training. So When you go on the Star Cruiser in your data pad, you have a schedule of events. And this is something, yet again, I hated on before (laughs) I knew anything about the Star Cruiser. Because when they first announced this, it was like, oh, you have something at 1 o'clock, and then you have something at 1.30, and then you have something at 2, and then you have something at 2.30. And it just sounded very overwhelming and crazy. And it was like, but what if I don't want to do all those things? Right. And the truth of the fact is, you don't have to do any of it. You can skip as much or as little of it as you wanted, and a lot of the activities are optional. Mm -hmm. So for Tori and I, we kind of knew going into the cruise that we wanted to try and get on the smuggler story path. Okay. So we were trying our best to like do activities that aligned with that. Um, And we also decided that we didn't feel the need to do everything all the time. We wanted to eat. We wanted to hang out with our friends. We wanted to wear fun outfits. Mm-hmm. We wanted to follow the story of Gaia, who I'll talk about in a little bit. Yay. And that was our main thing. So on our day one schedule, I believe we missed like a Sabak um, class where you learn how to play Sabak. I believe we missed some like kids activities, which we didn't care about anyways. They have a lot of great activities for kids but cool they didn't really apply to us so the next thing that we did was bridge training which is where they take you to like the control ship or the control room of the ship and you're looking out into space and there's all these different consoles and it's basically like a video game but um, you're learning different stations of the ship and at first i was like this is gonna be so dumb i don't care i don't (laughs) i don't really need to do this but there is a story element involved. I'm not going to reveal that because it is a spoiler. Okay. Um, there's a story element involved. And we were like, oh, my God. Oh, this is amazing. Like, we loved it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then after that, I'm trying to remember what was next. Um, after that, we ended up meeting Gaia, cool. the intergalactic pop star. And she yeah. was out there with Wani. And they were meeting and greeting with people. And Gaia is this gorgeous purple Twi'lek. And she's just beautiful so we hung out with them for a little bit took some photos and then we went back to our room to change into our outfits for dinner Mm -hmm. so each night there's like um you know a more formal dinner but you don't have to dress up if you don't want to we just wanted to because that's why we're there um 
So I had this like fun purple sparkly dress and Tori had this like really beautiful, shiny, red, dramatic dress. Mm-hmm. Um, and as an add-on for the cruise, you can pay for a photo package. So Disney has professional photographers and you oh. can pay to do photos with them. But when we booked our cruise, all the photo packages were already taken. Gotcha. So we didn't get to book it. But Holly and then her friend Dawn, who came, they each had booked a 30-minute photo session. So together, they had an hour booked with a photographer. Cool. And they were so kind to Tori and I that they were like, hey, why don't you join us for our photo session? And we were like, oh, my God, really? So um, we got dressed for dinner a little bit early so that we could be in our fancy outfits for the photo shoot. Mm-hmm. Um we went back and got another drink. Um, this time I got the Hoth icebreaker, which was like very refreshing. I think it was kind of lemony. It was very mm-hmm. good. Um, we had some great photos taken. We saw Wani again. So I got a photo with her in my purple dress, which I was very excited about. Yeah. And then we ran into Chewbacca. And Chewbacca was hiding from Lieutenant Croy. In the sublight lounge. Oh, okay. So we're like, okay, like he doesn't want Lieutenant Corey to know he's here. Like something's going on, yada, yada, yada. Then we go to dinner, okay? Okay. Dinner was incredible. So you're seated at a specific table. Um, During dinner, there is a live performance from Gaia. So she's singing and she's an amazing singer and she's singing live. It's not a recording. Wani is DJing behind her. And then there's this guy named Wraith. Wraith is a hunk and he is (laughs) Gaia's manager. Okay. Okay. We had run into Wraith a little bit earlier in the day and we were like, hello, sir. Who are you? What is your name? Right. Um, We found out. Yep. We found out that he is Gaia's manager He was very fun. So the three of them were at dinner, performing, mingling, all that good stuff. Mm -hmm. Dinner, um, we had this amazing um, server. Her name was Lulu. And Lulu was just sunshine in a person. Cool. And I have a little bit of sensitivity to dairy. It's not like – it's not – I guess it's not an actual food allergy. I don't don't know. Like sometimes I'm sensitive to dairy. It's not like lactose intolerant to the point where it's debilitating. Right. So Uh she asked if we had any dietary restrictions and I said, I'm a little sensitive to dairy, but you know, it's fine. So she, every time she brought out food to us, she brought us the regular food and then she brought a completely separate meal for me that had no dairy in it whatsoever. And she was like, I'm going to bring both for you so that you can decide what you want to eat. Oh, Which that's was nice. super nice. And she told me every single thing that was in the food. Like, I don't really want to talk about the food in depth because honestly, I don't remember like every little thing. But like, <laughs> sure. it looks weird, but it's delicious. Um, but she was very detailed when she was talking to me about the food. Mm-hmm. She was really clear and being like, this has no dairy. This is what it does have. This is what the regular version has. 
so I tried a little bit of both. Um, and I was fine. Like I didn't get sick from anything, which was great, but it's really nice that they take so much care into your preferences and all of that. And I even noticed during the lunch buffet, like everything was pre-made. It's just a grab and go lunch. But if you wanted anything made differently, they would do it for you. You just have to ask. Like if you wanted a PB and J with no J and just P like PB, (laughs) they would make it, you know, like (laughs) whatever they, they would make it for you. And if you had any sort of dietary restrictions, they would absolutely cater to whatever needs you have, which is awesome. Sure. Um, so I'm trying to go through my pictures of the food so I can send it to you. Yeah. Was it was it busy? Like, was there a lot of people? It felt full, but not like overcrowded. Okay. It didn't feel empty though. Everybody's like, "Oh my god, the Star Cruiser is failing." Nah, it's not. Like, I'm sorry, y'all, <laughs> but it's not. Like, that's a bunch of baloney. Sure. Look at that. Yeah. Okay. So in this picture, okay. those things in the back are like little. Um, one of them was like a cheeseburger pod. One of them I think was like a veggie pod. And then the plate in front of that, Brian, with like the circular dipping sauces, that was my dairy-free version of the meal. Oh. So the the green, orange, and like beige ones, that was the regular meal. And then the little pot stickers and the other slaw, that was my dairy-free version of the meal that she brought me. Wow. Um, and then I'm going to send you a picture of the regular dessert. Okay. So here's Tori's regular dessert, and then this was my dairy-free dessert. And it looks very different, but it's essentially the same thing, which is no dairy. It's just It just looks visually different. Right. Oh. Very yeah. different. Look at that guy. Yeah. I will be honest. The desserts that they had were not really my favorite, but it was because a lot of the desserts were a mix of chocolate flavors with, like, fruity flavors. And sure. That just doesn't work for me. I'm I like chocolate, but I'm not a huge chocolate person. Sure. Um, Ew, and a lot of the disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was okay. Um, Tori's dessert, it tasted the same. Mine just looks different. Okay. But I wasn't a fan of that flavor just because that's not really my thing. Oh, that's but the I tried same everything. Thing? Yeah. That okay. Yeah. It's like one is like okay, this is how it's supposed to be. The second is like, what if? It's already been eaten. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but it's, I mean, it's basically the same thing. Uh, Not visually, it isn't. (laughs) I know. I know. It's like the same. (laughs) Yeah, it does look gross. Um, But the, the dinner, like the actual meal was great. And I didn't even take a picture of the second course. So the picture I first sent you, that was just like the appetizer. Then they brought you like steak and there was like potatoes. and But again, everything looks very cool and spacey. That was delicious. I ate all of the steak. I ate all of the potatoes. I ate everything on my plate. Cool. It was delicious. Um, So dinner was great. The performance was amazing. Tori was in awe of Gaia, (laughs) which I am now going to send you. Honestly, I think the best part of this trip was just watching Tori like her <laughs> reaction to everything was look at absolutely her incredible. The look at her I mean joy. she's just living her best life oh, she's in love goodness. look at how in love she is I was about to say you're you're Gaia. watching someone actively fall in love that is beautiful yeah look at her go yeah we had <laughs> such a one. great time <laughs> she's so funny I absolutely love in love yep so after dinner we um Went back to the room again and changed. And I had like this fun black and white funky loungewear set to put on. Uh Um, And after dinner, 
the story pretty much calms down a little bit. It's like right before dinner is when the story is at its peak. You're interacting with characters. I also forgot to mention before that we ended up in the engineering room and story stuff happens. I don't want to get into detail. Okay, cool. But I want to talk about like the data pads a little bit before I close out day one. So on your data pad, I'm going to send you a screenshot of what it looks like. Okay. I was smart and screenshotted it before it all (laughs) had the trip over. So you're getting messages all day from all of the characters on the ship. It's Uh a lot. Yes. I was very overwhelmed because in my mind, I thought, oh my God, I have to respond to all of these. Like I'm not going to have a good experience (laughs) if I don't respond to all of these. Right. And you're not typing messages. The way these come in is they come in as a text message basically. And then you have three responses that you can choose from. So it's like multiple choice. You're not typing anything back. You're just choosing one of the three answers. Um, But it's a lot. Like, They were all up in my DMs, basically. (laughs) And after the first day, Tori and I decided that we only wanted to interact with Wraith, who was Gaia's manager. Look at him. Because look at him. (laughs) And and we only wanted to get involved with Gaia's story because as you saw from the photos of Tori, we were engrossed by We wanted to know everything about her. Rightfully so. So it's really up to you to decide how much or how little you want to interact with them. Once I decided I didn't want to actually interact with them through the data pad, I was a lot less stressed because I realized that even having the interactions in person would continue the storyline. So for example, um, this is not a spoiler, so I'm going to tell you an example of how this works. Okay. Um, as you can see in the screenshot I just sent you, there's a character named Lenka Mock. Yes. She's the cruise director. She is lovely. Okay. Um, and I was talking to Lenka for a little bit, and Lenka introduced me to the droid named SK. And I was mm-hmm. really excited to meet SK, the astromech, because I have the same initials. And I was like, SK, right. I like I'm it. SK, we're the same, we gotta take a picture, you know? Yeah. After I talked to SK, Lenka was like, hey, tap your M-band, that's what they call it, not a magic band, they call it an M-band. I like M-band. It. She said, tap your M-band on SK, and so I did. So then later on, I got that message that you see in the screenshot from Lenka about SK. So they kind of prompt you to tap things so that you're receiving the right messages, if that makes sense. But it all feels very natural. It never feels like weird, you know? Yeah. Um, So, yeah, once we decided to like not be all up in the DMs, Uh I was a lot less stressed. Um, I will say if anybody is actually going to go do the Star Cruiser, bring an external battery for your phone because you will oh. be on your phone a lot. I did bring one. I was prepared for that. I'm glad Smart. I was. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're on your phone quite a bit. Just not even with the data pad, but like I wanted to take pictures of everything. Yeah. You know, so I was on my phone a lot, taking pictures, taking videos, Smart. checking my DMs from Wraith, you uh-huh, know. Uh-huh. Um, getting the full experience. Getting the full experience. So that was day one. Um, we ended our night by hanging out in the lounge, having drinks, hanging out with Tori and um, Holly and Brian. And then we went to the climate simulator, which I'm going to send you a photo of. And climate the climate simulator, simulator is... 
feels like an outdoor environment okay. and it's meant it to simulate the, the climate on mm-hmm. Batu. So that when oh. you go to Batu the next day, you know what to expect. Okay. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. So we went there at night and just kind of hung out. Um, but before I continue, I have to also say that one of the coolest things about this trip was the people that we met that were also on the cruise. Yeah. So um, as soon as we checked in, we saw this group of people that were dressed to the nines. And we were like, oh, my God. I was like, Tori, oh, my God, nice. look at her boots. Like, look at her boots. They're so cool. Oh, my God, they look so amazing. <laughs> and we're like whispering to each other while we're checking in and while we're getting our magic bands. And then someone taps us on the shoulder. And they're like, hey, I just I just want to introduce myself. My name is Scott, and I follow both of you on Twitter. And I'm just like what? really excited. I can't believe you're here. I was like, are you kidding me? And we're like, we've been freaking out over you because you look amazing. Like, oh, my gosh, it's so nice <laughs> to meet you. Then later on in the trip, because we – it's a small ship. You see everybody all the time. Scott tells me that they used to work at Rooster Teeth. And I was like, shut the front door. Are you kidding me? Yeah. So we met Scott and Scott's friend, Menji. And Menji is um, an artist. And she creates characters for um, the High Republic, like art for the High Republic. Oh, my God. And Scott, Scott is a concept artist at Lucasfilm and is currently working on The Bad Batch. What so, is happening? Yeah. So when we went to the climate simulator that night, that first night, um, I can't remember which one of them. I think Menji was in there. She was drawing. They were always drawing the whole time during the cruise, um, which was amazing. So So throughout the cruise, we're meeting people and like hanging out with them. And that that night of the first day, we were in the in the um, the lounge having drinks and Scott sitting sitting with us and we're just talking about how great it is to be here and Scott's been on the Star Cruiser once before and they were like oh yeah um you know I love I love the chicken in the pot song and sometimes they played in here <laughs> but I've never heard a song repeated in here so you know we we probably we probably won't even hear it so then uh Scott says good night they go to bed as soon as Scott leaves the lounge, they play chicken in the pot. We go running after them. We're like, come back. That song is playing. So we're like dancing in the lounge to chicken in the pot, like having the best time. And everything was just like so joyous during the entire cruise. Also in the lounge, they have um, a digital sabak table. So I didn't play sabak until the last night. Okay. But – people were playing sabak constantly and you could easily rotate out. It's easy to say like, Hey, like, can I jump in? Can I play? Everybody's super friendly. Okay. Um, So that was cool. So that's day one. Day two, you can start your day very early. I think we woke up at seven and we were having breakfast by eight 30. So breakfast on day two is also a buffet. Cool. I'm also going to send you a picture of this. I went a little light with my breakfast because okay. um, yet again, dairy sensitive and I did not want to make myself sick Understandable. before we went to Batu. So I, I had a lighter breakfast. Okay. okay. This delicious little egg situation, sausage, waffle, a lovely fruit platter, and then calf, obviously. Of course. Of um, course. It was delicious. I love it. And then you board a transport to go to Batu. Okay. Okay. 
yet again, hater of the transport <laughs> before we did it. Because in real life, the transport is a box truck, okay? But oh. when you're on the cruise, you never see the outside of that. You literally feel like you're getting in a space pod. And you get in and the seats are very comfortable. There's music playing. They're playing music that you're going to hear in Batu. Yeah. Um, they're telling you about the sights that you can see in Batu. Like <clears throat> everything is super cool. You okay. don't feel there's zero breaking of the immersion. Oh like, my God, I can't handle this. Literally nothing breaks the immersion. Okay. Yeah. It's incredible. So when you get to Batu, they bring you in through a private entrance. And I'm going to send you a picture, Brian. The lighting in this private entrance is the best lighting for pictures. So, of okay, course, you need to stop okay. and take a photo. Um, and when you're, when you're going to Batu, you get a lightning lane pass to ride Rise of the Resistance and the Millennium Falcon ride. So you don't have to wait in line for those. You walk right on them. So we did both rides. Um, And when we were going to Rise of the Resistance, I'm going to send you another photo. Okay. We um, were walking into the ride. How are you so cool all the time? I (laughs) I felt so cool on this trip. You look so cool. My outfits popped off, if I can say. (laughs) Um, For real. That and that was like one of the reasons why I wanted to go. I was like, I want to go and dress up. I love dressing up. Yeah, I love an excuse to dress Commit. up. Commit. Commit. Why not? Yep. So the the last picture I sent you, uh, mm-hmm. me and this other guy, we were talking to him to be like, hey, we have Lightning Lane. Like we're on the Star Cruiser. Let us in. And he looks <laughs> at me and he goes, he's just talking to us for a few minutes, and then he goes, um, I think I met you at RTX this year. I'm what? And I was like, oh my God, I remember you. Like, I clearly remembered his name. His name is the same as my brother's name. Right. I met him at the Rooster Teeth convention in Austin last July. I vividly remembered the exact conversation that we had and everything. And he's like, yeah, I work here. And I was like, are you kidding me? What? So that was also another cool little magical random moment that had nothing to do with the Star Cruiser, but like Hmm. just happened to see him, you know? Everyone so, knows you in the galaxy, Savannah. It was just so Think cool. This. It's happened twice. And once it was, was in so space. Cool. <laughs> mm-hmm. It was it. very cool. He was really nice. So then we got on the ride, which was great. You know, I've done Rise of the Resistance before, but I'd only done it once before. Oh, it's incredible. So it was nice to go again. Um, and then we, what did we do after that? We did. Smuggler's Run, which mm-hmm. is also very fun. I bought a very cool jacket. I'm sure you saw the jacket photos. I literally posted them everywhere. <laughs> um, here, I'll I'll send them again if I yeah. Let me see. Let me see. You. I have a terrible memory. You probably did. Here but you it's go. Like I'm we got it the first time. We got a Ronto wrap. Oh yes, we, I know exactly what jacket you're talking very about. Very cool jacket. Before it comes in. We got a Ronto wrap. We got a Love drink. It. The other thing with um, the Star Cruiser experience, when you go to Batu, in addition to having Lightning Lane for the rides, you also get a meal and a drink in Batu, and you can use your drink for like an alcoholic beverage. Oh. So I scanned my M band and got us a Ronto wrap and a drink, and that was like my credit for the day. Mm-hmm. But we weren't super hungry because we had had a good breakfast so we just split the ronto wrap and split our drink because we decided we wanted to go back to the ship and have the ship's lunch smart so I done the they had thing. a they had a lunch buffet on day two and we were like we want to experience that again because those little grilled cheese suckers were the best things <laughs> ever and we wanted them again so um 
We also got to go to the cantina while we were in Batu. Um, Holly had a reservation. We were not able to get a reservation, but she was able to add us to hers. Mm -hmm. So we went to the cantina, had drinks, had a fantastic time. And then we went back to the ship. And when we went back to the ship, Holly surprised us. And because she's friends with everybody on the ship, she had organized a private mixology class for us to – yeah, with the bartender on the Star Cruiser. So oh we had four different drinks. Yeah, we had four different drinks that were made for us. And each drink had this elaborate story behind it, like the inspiration oh. behind it. And I can't remember all the names of it, but the picture I just sent you, these are not garnished yet, by the way. Right. She told us the story as she was garnishing them. Okay. But the first drink was um, the Silver Sea Martini. Um, and all of these you can order in the lounge, but we just had like smaller versions of them. Mm-hmm. And this was like inspired by Chandrilla. Um, and I'm going to send you a video of what it looks like when it's garnished because it's okay. all sparkly and beautiful. Cool. The second drink, I'm trying to remember what the second one was. I think the second one was the Mark of the Huntress, cool. which is actually inspired by Ara Singh. And there was a whole story behind that. The third one was, I believe, a Bespin drink. And the last one, the last one I don't remember because I didn't like it. It was a Negroni. <laughs> it was a Negroni. And oh, I, didn't, gross. I didn't like it. Campari yeah. is disgusting. Yeah, didn't like it. But Whoa. that was a really special experience. And we had so much fun. Like the story part of it was really interesting. Um, the drinks were fantastic. Tori drank the drinks that I didn't like. So she was feeling (laughs) real good. (laughs) And then after that, we went and got our lunch. I took a picture of my lunch a little too late. You can see my tippy up is almost (laughs) gone because I got like three boxes of tippy up. Um, Amazing. But they had like little short ribs. They had like a little pretzel bun hot dog situation. The PB&J was back. Yep. Look at the PB&J. I had to get that again. I had a Uh little pizza. Like I had cookies. They had I had everything. Yeah, this is insane. Um, here's a picture of Tori. Oh. I will never share this on the internet, but here's a picture of Tori. This is for um, us. After her drinks. This is great podcasting. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, live her best she life. Was feeling good. So while we were eating, Wraith was hanging out. Okay. And Classic he found Wraith. us and he was like, meet me in the bridge tonight at this time. And Whoa. We like, oh. Yeah, we're like, hello, we will be there, baby. Um, So after we had lunch, we had lightsaber training. (gasps) You did it? We did it, and it was so fun. Yeah, okay. Um, Do you have questions? I do. Okay. I mean, obviously, this is the biggest thing that I, like, when I think about Star Cruiser and I hear lightsaber training, I'm like, "What, what was it like? It was awesome. So thankfully with our lightsaber training, there were not a ton of people, which was great. They have you in like groups of four and you're kind of lined up like one behind each other. So in my little group, it was just me and one other woman. In Tori's group, there were like three people and I think there were three people in the next couple groups too. So you have your lightsaber and you're being trained by Asaja, which is not a Jedi, but they are in tune with the force. Okay. Okay, cool. I'm into it. Um, the Saja are amazing. We loved our guy. I don't remember his name. I'm sorry, but he was incredible. Uh-huh. Um, I'll send you a picture of him later. Please do. Um, 
by the way, everybody on this cruise was hot. Like literally <laughs> everybody that worked on the cruise was smoking hot. Ma- so that's sense. great. Prerequisite. So that's great. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> when you're there, you are you're holding a lightsaber. They're talking you through like the ways of the force. And there's like a whole, you know, speech that goes Dang. with it. Mm-hmm. And there is this like tracing beam that comes out of the wall. Oh. And you're using your lightsaber to like match the tracing beam and then you can feel a bolt hitting it hitting your lightsaber yeah so you're following the tracing beam and they do like some little warm-ups where it's like you know you you block this way you do this and they're telling you exactly how to stand and how to hold the lightsaber and then it speeds up and then it gets crazy and then you can't keep up you know and then you switch with the person behind you and when you're behind the person with the lightsaber you have a shield in your hand and you're trying to deflect any blaster bolts that they're missing from the lightsaber cool um, and then you rotate and you do it a few times and there's a story element to that too. Not going to okay, get into cool. it. Um, but everything just feels so much more magical Yeah, because it's tying into this overall, this overarching story that's happening. And like, it's cool. so hard to not talk about that in a spoiler sense, right? but it's pretty amazing how it all works. So we had our lightsaber training and then honestly, I was dead tired like I was so dead but there was still stuff going on in the atrium and I was like there's characters out you know Wani's out there Sandro who's another character who's like a singer he was out there I'm like I gotta see what they're doing so we socialized for a little bit in the atrium and then I was finally like you know what I have like an hour before I have to get ready for dinner Mm -hmm. I need to go and rest I am beat Okay. So Tori went to the lounge to hang out with Holly and Brian. I went back to the room to rest. Um, and I was very pleased to go back to the room and see that everything was super tidy. Like, I don't know why, but I didn't expect them to come in and clean our rooms, but they did. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm a very like tidy, organized type A person. We all know that. Right. And they had taken everything in our room and like organized it and made it cute. They took my phone charger and like curled it up and like put a little silver bow on it. And I was like, this alone for me is worth (laughs) the large amount of money that I paid. Like, can I pay someone to do that in my home, please? Um, But I went back to the room. They have robes there for you. I put on a robe. I rested. I put my feet up. My feet were swollen because I'd been walking all day. (laughs) (laughs) Like literally my legs are swollen. Sure. Um, and then I got ready for dinner, mm-hmm. our day two dinner. And for day two, Tori and I decided to do a Canto Bite theme with our outfits. So very right. black and white inspired, very chic, also a little crazy. Nice um, hats. Nice hats. Um, mm-hmm. So I got ready for dinner. Then she came back and she got ready for dinner. And... We went back out of the atrium and honestly, we got so many compliments on our outfits and it was so sweet. Like so many people came up to us on the second day and the last day and they were like, we just want you to know like we've saw, we've seen you the whole time and like you guys have the best outfits here and you always look so amazing. Like, oh my God. And we're like, oh my God, you look amazing because like so many other people were dressed up, you know? Yeah. So we um we went out to the atrium and Gaia was doing an acoustic performance. She was singing oh. in the atrium and again while all of this is going on 
things are happening and we're involved with the story at this point. So now we're being recruited by Wraith. I'll just name the specific character. We were involved Uh with Wraith. Wraith is asking us to do certain things and like help him. And so we're running around the ship before dinner, helping him do something, getting involved with characters, finding secret messages like so many things happening, but it was amazing. Okay. Yeah. I wish I could talk about it in okay. detail, but I'm okay. not. Um, then we had dinner and the second night of dinner is inspired by various planets. So there's four courses. Um, the courses were inspired by Mustafar, Kashyyyk, um, Felucia, and Chandrilla. Nice. So um, each meal was themed after those various planets. Also, we had the same server as we did from the first night. So we had Lulu again. Mm-hmm. We sat in the same seat and Lulu knew that her girls, Savannah and Tori, love a good drink. So Lulu <laughs> also could tell that her girls were tired and she brought us espresso martinis that were delicious. What? Delicious. And then I'm going to send you a picture of some of the food. This is not a super okay. great picture because – the, the lighting changes in the dining room with each planet. So as you can see sure. with Mustafar, everything is very red. Mm-hmm. But this was my dairy-free kind of like appetizer. It was like, um, I guess it was kind of like chips oh. and dip kind of a thing. Like, okay, okay. I don't know how to explain it. Right. Felucia was blue shrimp, which was out of this world amazing. Like, mm-hmm. loved it. The plate of Kashyyyk, death for Monique. Kashyyyk, yes, definitely <laughs> Um, Kashyyyk was this other meal, which this is a dairy-free meal as well, so it looked a little bit different from Tori's, but Whoa. it was like fish and a little bit of steak, like a little situation there. And then dessert was Chandrilla, which was um, a chocolate of uh, the Halcyon logo. All the food on night two was also incredible. I loved the food. Yeah. Um, Night two, I think for the most part, I ate all of the dairy-free stuff instead mm-hmm. of the regular meal. Okay. Um, so my stuff was great, even though it was different from Tori's, but she seemed to like everything too. We were eating everything. Oh, there was one thing that I couldn't get enough of. What was it? Oh, they had these little um, – maybe this was night one. I think it was maybe night one. I didn't take a picture of it. Mm-hmm. They brought out this assortment, if I can remember correctly, of like different. Um, oh gosh, I don't even remember what it was, but they had one bowl of like fried, kind of like sweet and sour tip-yip with just chicken. Oh, oh my god! I would kill someone <laughs> to have a bowl of that again. Like it was so good. Um, okay, okay. And again, Gaia is performing during the second night, which was very fun. Mm-hmm. Um, one other thing I forgot to mention was during the afternoon and the evening, mm-hmm. they have pre-made and pre-packaged snacks in the atrium that you can take as many as you want. They have cake Ooh. pops, popcorn, Rice Krispie treats, um, candy, oh goldfish, anything. And all everything's prepackaged. It's in a little plastic baggie. So we came home with a ton of snacks. Like, yeah, we came home with cookies and popcorn and cake pops, <laughs> and like we were taking advantage of our Rightfully air quote so. free snacks that we paid for. Right. Um. But it is nice. Like 
if you're thinking about going to this, like if you're thinking about doing the Star Cruiser, do not worry about being fed. They will feed you and they will cater to whatever dietary restrictions or preferences that you have. Like you will not go hungry at all. And even for breakfast, they have coffee, they have juice, they have literally anything you could possibly want, they have it. Mm -hmm. So excellent. Um, After dinner, the big part of the story happens. And I'm not going to talk about this at all because it's incredibly – incredibly spoilerish. Okay, cool. Um actually I can't talk about anything for the next <laughs> while. Um I am going to send you a picture of Tori with Arsaja who is just oh, a precious cool. little man. Um so for the next couple hours in the night you're experiencing the big highlight of the story. Everything that you've oh, experienced cool. throughout the he's super cool. Everything that you've experienced over the course of the last day and a half all comes to a head. Like we experienced the smuggler storyline, but we knew some people that experienced the the first order storyline and other people experienced the resistance storyline. And we were all helping different groups of people and on different missions and like tapping into different rooms and like getting different secret messages. So freaking cool. And it all comes together at the end. And there's this big moment that happens and a big celebration at the end. And everybody's just like, like emotional. We were crying, honestly. At the end of it, we were crying. Yeah. Because I bet. it was so cool. Um, so after that, some of the characters go away, but Wraith was still out and Wani was still out and Sandra was still out. So they encourage you to go back to the dining hall and they have a huge dessert party. They have tons of desserts waiting for you. And then um Wani and Sandro perform a song together and Wraith is hanging out with you. Wraith sat at our table. We were very happy about that. <laughs> and it was just fun. Like the desserts were great too. There was a lot of dairy-free options. They have signs on everything that they have out at the buffet so you can read exactly what's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had this like delicious like blackberry sorbet. I had popcorn. I had so many things. I see that. Um, and then we went to the lounge. I played Sabak until midnight. Cool. I lost every time I had a pizza in the <laughs> oh, lounge. <yeah. laughs> um, and then we Do you win anything um, went back to our room when you're playing some. No. Okay. No. It's like the credits don't. in the bounty hunting thing. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you don't win anything, but it's very fun. I bet. Yeah, it's really fun too. I think like the atmosphere of playing Sabak was fun because totally. people just kind of filter in and out, you know, like uh, one person will dip out, somebody will jump in. You get to meet, you get to chat, like sure. it's a very communal thing. Okay. Um, when you go yeah. to Batu on that on the day of the Batu excursion, is there like mm-hmm. a window that you have to leave in to spend the day at Batu and yeah. a window you have to come back? Yeah, so you can get on the pods, I believe, starting at 8 a.m. And the last pods to get back on the Star Cruiser, I think it was like three or four. I want to say three. Okay, but um, any so time between there? a good bit there? of time. Yeah, yep. Okay. And we left um, pretty early. Like we had breakfast at 8.30. I think we were getting on the pod around 9 or 9.30. Mm-hmm. And then we came back. Um, our mixology class, I think, was at like 2, mm-hmm. I think. So we came back before two. Um, okay. And because because Tori and I have been to Batu before, and because we had Lightning Lane for both the rides, we didn't really do a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you are given missions by the characters that you're interacting with that you can do on Batu if you want. Cool. We did one mission and then we were like, you know what? We don't really care. So we stopped <laughs> doing them. Like you would be into it, Brian. Like you'd be very into oh, it yeah. knowing what I know about you now. I bet. But for us, like we we wanted to get back on the ship. We wanted to get back to the lounge. We wanted to do all that fun stuff on the ship. So right. it's completely up to your own personal preference. Okay. Um, is there always something going on? Like if you wake up super early? No. Okay. So the characters don't come out until a specific time. Um, okay. That's not posted anywhere. You just kind of start observing it. Uh. But um, that is that is the nice thing though. There's not always something going on. Okay. So you can take that time <clears throat> to enjoy the ship. Mm-hmm. Like the ship is beautiful. I'm going to send yeah. you a photo that I took on the night of day two. It's okay. gorgeous. And there's so much stuff to see. There's so much history to read. There's like plaques everywhere. I'm just going to send you pictures from Whoa. night two of the ship. Yeah. So it's really nice to be able to walk around the ship and not be overwhelmed by stuff going on or people mm-hmm. around because there's really so much to explore. There's also an engineering room that you can hack into and there's like stuff for you to do in the engineering room. Cool. There's a lot of like secret things here and there for you to find, you know? Okay. Um so the magic really happens both days. I would say on day 1, the story really starts kicking into high gear between 3 and then before dinner. Mm-hmm. And then on day two, it's about the same time between three and dinner and then after dinner. Um, so the first half of your day is more loose, fun, you know, less pressure. You can choose what you want to do, mm-hmm. all of that. And if you're not interested in staying in Batu for very long, you uh, you can come back when you want or you don't even have to go to Batu. But right. it was really fun to do that. Okay. And then another question that popped into my head back on the lightsaber training, of course, the lightsabers that you're using, are they like the massive tubes like you get that you can buy? No, they're more like training sabers. So they're a little bit shorter and they're kind of light. They're not, they don't feel like toys, but they're also not like heavy duty real lightsabers because it's very apparent that you're like in a training scenario. Okay. Are they like proportionate to like hands or are you holding like... You know, like if you get yeah. like an Ultra Sabers or like you buy one of the Legacy Sabers, they're massive. Like the handles no, I, themselves. No, they're definitely, they're definitely proportionate. I could cool. spin mine too. I was like goofily like spinning mine around. Sweet. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. It was so fun. Um, so on night two, they have in your, in your bathroom, like during the whole cruise, mm-hmm. they have these little face masks that you can put on that like bubble up, which are nice. very fun. So... On night two, Tori and I um, put on our face masks and D3 sang us a lullaby before bed. And we watched the planets through the spaceport and it was just magical. Like, it was so special. And Tori and I even said, like, after the first night, we both said to each other after day one, mind you, we were only there day one from 1 p.m. to the end of the day. Yeah. We said that experience alone was worth what we paid. Really? Yeah. Like it's that awesome. Okay. So after okay. day two, we were like, well, we're ready to die now. Like we're satisfied <laughs> in life. You, Nothing will ever top this. 
Um, so that was day one and day two. Day three, um, they ask you if you want the Star Cruiser crew members to take care of your luggage, they ask you to have it outside of your door by 8 a.m., which okay. is kind of early, but it's fine. Mm-hmm. So we um, got ready, got our luggage together, and then left our bags outside. They took everything for us. They put it in our car. Like, they took care of everything. Um, and then we went to breakfast. It was a buffet again. Cool. Um, they had some of the same stuff, a lot of new stuff. The nice thing is that the food every day is different, but there are a couple staples that stay the same, which I was very glad about mm-hmm. because um, you'll see on the breakfast plate that I'm sending you a picture of, I loved the waffle and like the uh-huh. little cheesy egg situation that was going on there from day one or from Got day it. two, I mean. Whoa, what's that cube thing? On the bottom which left, one? there's like a square cube or something. Um... I don't remember. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I like I it. I don't remember. Yeah. That does all So we had good. breakfast. We were incredibly sad. We cried. <laughs> um, we took pictures around the ship again because it was mostly empty. And then you have to be out of the ship by 10 a.m. So you have to get mm-hmm. on the launch pod back by 10 a.m. Okay. We stayed until 10 a.m. Um, I would too. It was just really nice. Like, I think doing it with Tori was so special because totally. she was just as excited as I was. And we've discovered like we travel really well together. We have the same great. priorities. We have the same energy levels. Like it was great. Um, but on the last day we were like sitting in the atrium. I'm going to send you a picture of where we were sitting. Okay. Okay. And we're just like taking everything in. We're thinking about the friends that we made on this trip. We're thinking about the friends that we came with. We're thinking about like the amazing story that we experienced, just like how much fun. Yeah. And she grabs my hands and she literally starts to cry. And she's like, I just want you to think about like where we were this time last year and where we are now. And I'm just like so proud of us. And I'm so happy we did this together. And I'm like losing it. And I was like, please do not speak to me right now. Yes. Um, But it was just so nice to do that with her. And we met so many incredible people. Um, and I think you probably saw on my Instagram story just like a few days ago, someone did fan art of Tori and I in our outfits. That was Minji who we met on the star cruiser Oh, cool! and she did that for us. And, and I was like, how special is that? You know, like, wow, how cool. The coolest. Yeah. So it was incredible. Like for me, out of the entire experience, I'm going to tell you my two complaints. Okay. Are you ready? Yes. Start with the second one. Okay. Number <laughs> two. Number two. Uh-huh. Gaia, the singer what? on the ship, was okay. such an amazing singer. Mm-hmm. We were disappointed that we could not buy an album of her music in the store. Oh, uh, okay. That is n- what a roller coaster of a sentence. Yeah, that was the second disappointment. We wanted to buy her music and we couldn't. Got it. Okay. Mm -hmm. The most disappointing thing, which is such a silly thing, is I'm going to send you a picture so I can explain this to you visually. Okay. Okay. So So. here's our spaceport in the room and you can see there's basically a window that looks out into space, but then around the window you can see these lights, right? 
Oh, okay. Hold on. It's coming in. Okay, yes. Okay. So at night, when you want to close your spaceport so that you can sleep without having all these bright lights, Uh you can only close the spaceport and turn the lights off at the same time. You cannot turn those lights off and leave your spaceport open. We wanted to leave the spaceport open because we wanted to fall asleep and look out into space. You know, like how cool is that? But the lights around it are so bright Ah. that unfortunately I tried to sleep with it on. I tried to be like, hey, Tori, (laughs) let's try to leave lights on. I couldn't do it. Like I needed the room to be dark. So we had to turn it off. Um, That was literally my only complaint. Okay. Wow. Out of everything. Those are the only two things I that I can like think of. I feel like that's fixable, right? Like they, they've got to find a right? way to not have right? them connected. And like what a minor thing. Yeah. Of all the what things. What a minor thing. Of yeah. all the things that could have been uh, yeah. a not great thing. That's I will good. say pro tip for anyone that wants to do this. Yes. Please take time off after your cruise to like recuperate. <laughs> I lost my voice for four days. Yeah, been there. I got a little bit sick, and I don't even know if it was from a cold or if it was just from like a Exhaustion. pure energy de- depletion. Tori came over, so we drove in my car. Mm-hmm. She came back to my place when we checked out in the morning. So we checked out at 10. We were home at my place shortly after that. She crashed on my couch for hours she just <laughs> fell asleep and then she went home and then fell asleep and i barely moved all weekend like i was literally exhausted i had completely lost my voice for four days like yeah i was exhausted so it's a very short experience like i said mm-hmm. but i can see now why it is so short uh i don't i could not have done another hour of it like i I didn't want to leave, but I was also too tired to stay, you know? Right. Sure. Um, and then the other thing that was like such a highlight was really the cast members that work on the cruise. Like we yeah. became friends with the people that worked on the ship and you start to see the same people every day and you're making conversation with them. And one thing that is so amazing is they remember your name and they remember everything you tell them about yourself. Like that's cool. It was awesome like here's i'm gonna send you a picture of me and this guy named jim jim is so precious and every day he would compliment my outfit and i would spin and show him what i was wearing (laughs) and tell him what the inspiration was and he was just always so lovely he seemed so nice he was great and yeah everyone was literally just like so nice so helpful if you needed anything they were there to accommodate you they would do anything to make your experience as best as it could be yeah so it was amazing and honestly i think we're gonna eventually go back i don't know when but we will at some point we will go back okay okay that's i think pretty amazing I think the Star Cruiser has a lot of appeal to revisit it if you can afford it because it is physically impossible to experience everything on your first trip. Right. I think think you'd have to go a minimum of three or four times to try and experience all of the different storylines, honestly. Okay. So there's First Order Resistance, Smuggler, and that's it? 
Yeah, I, okay. I feel like there could maybe be a fourth in there, though. But okay. I don't know because I didn't experience it. But I that feel like sense, there could be a fourth. It's the same on Batu. Like, if you use the data pad on Batu, mm-hmm. the, there's the three factions, the smugglers, mm. resistance, and first order. So that would make sense that, that the Halcyon that's connected to Batu would have the same kind of framework. Yeah. Okay, okay. It was awesome, dude. It yeah. was the coolest thing ever. Yeah, it was. Oh, my God, and I feel like words can't even describe how amazing it was. You yeah. Know? Oh, I just love it. We had such a good time. Good. I'm glad. Yeah. I truly feel like it was worth everything I spent. Like I had no regrets after I booked it and I had no regrets after we actually got back from it. My only regret was that I didn't book another one immediately. Yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> I... I'm so ready to go back and do it again. I want to so bad. Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I love it. I'm just like, I'm looking through my pictures again. I'm like, oh, I miss <laughs> Wani. I miss Gaia. I miss Wraith. <laughs> my peeps. My peeps. Yeah. We just, we had the best time. That's cool. I'm glad. Yeah. I think I think you needed it to recalibrate just who you are to yourself. You had to you I had to leave so the too. planet a little bit and then come I back. Think so too. Yeah. I felt like I was so me, you know, like yeah. especially every time I went back to outfit change, I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to put this next outfit on. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I had a different outfit for everything. I love it. Yeah. It was it was great. And a lot of people like my mom had a lot of questions. My mom was really skeptical about it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, well, what is the room like? I, I feel like the rooms look small. And I was like, honestly, <laughs> mom, the rooms were huge. The shower was huge. The way the bathroom was laid out was really nice. There's two separate mirrors and vanities. So like Tori and I could be getting ready at the same time in the morning, yeah. which really helped us like maximize our time. Sure. Um, the beds were super comfortable. She slept in the big king size bed. I slept in the bunk beds. The bunk beds were freaking awesome. Sure. Um, they have water in the room for you, like cups. They have everything you could possibly need in the room for you. They have robes. You have a TV if you want to watch TV. We never watched TV because there was never time, but like if you wanted to, you could. Mm-hmm. Um, storage was great it was everything was perfect like there are no critiques for the design of the room or the ship or anything but the spaceport and the fact that we cannot buy Gaia's album (laughs) (laughs) you know okay okay I'm I'm into that that's pretty cool yeah yeah the merch was great and then when you leave when you check out you get on the space pod to go back to earth mm-hmm. and your car is there waiting for you our luggage was already in our car for us they gave us cookies that said thank you on them cool and then there's a separate little gift shop at the end and that's where all the merch is that literally says star wars on it uh. so all of the merch in the gift shop does not say Star Wars inside right. the ship. Okay, um, that's cool. It's all like Shangela Starline and Halcyon. And right, like, in-universe. It feels very in-universe. It's so cool. And the merch is extremely high quality. Like everything I bought, I felt like was priced very fairly and is really high quality for what it is. 
Um, and then outside they have stuff that says Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser on it. Got um, it. the only thing I bought out there were some water bottles that were branded and I thought they were pretty cool. But I think Tori got like a patch, a pin, a t-shirt, mm-hmm. they had things like that. You know, the merch was all really cool, but I was like sad and crying and I'm like, oh, I'll just grab a water <laughs> bottle, you know? Right. Um, yep. And then okay. you have to get in your car and you have to leave. How did, um, cause you got as a, as from getting that drink, you got kind of the Kira, you know, tin can mm-hmm. with the globe on top of it. Mm-hmm. Was that different than the one that you could also buy in the gift shop yes. on the Star Cruiser? Oh, okay. Yes. So when I originally made my shopping list, I wanted to buy those glasses in the yes. shop. Mm-hmm. until I realized they had a souvenir mug. So they also oh. have another souvenir mug, which Tori got, which was for a Mustafar drink. Oh. Um, the ones in the gift shop are the same shape, but I feel like the glass is a little bit thinner, and they say mm. on the glass, they say Chandrilla Starline. Um, the ones that you get with your drink, if you get the souvenir cup, uh-huh. um, there's no branding on it except for on the very bottom, the base of the cup, which you can't see if it's sitting on a table. It has the Halcyon logo on it, Ooh. but the glass is like really heavy duty. The glass is really legit, like yeah. very heavy duty. Um, I only got one and I kind of regret it cause I wish I had a pair of them. Uh-huh. But it's fine. I'm going to go back. Um, (laughs) I have to go back now. Yep. But the nice thing is when you have your drink, that's not the cup that you're taking home. They package up a separate cup for you that's clean and in a gift bag and is carefully, meticulously wrapped. And um, we took it back to our room and put it in the room. So you don't have to worry about keeping track of your souvenir cup. Like those are just, those are just ones that you're drinking out of. And then you have a fresh, clean untouched one to take home which sure is really nice okay yeah. okay that makes sense it's really cool though i made a drink in it the other day at home yeah and i was like this is awesome yeah that's cool because it looked thinner it looked like the one in the in the gift shop was like like a wine glass sort of real yes. thin i hate wine glasses. yeah the ones in the gift shop are a little bit different i'm trying to find a picture of the one that tori got Hers was really cool. It was like an like a globe. Oh yes, kind of with like a stand. Cup. I saw in one yeah. of the pictures that you sent. Um, I was just yeah. I think it's the one of the lunch from day one that I sent you. You can see. Yeah, it looks yeah, like a her snow drink globe was like a Mustafar. Thing. Yeah, her drink was a Mustafar drink, and the base of that is separate from the orb. Like they're two separate pieces. Oh, which is pretty cool. Okay, yeah. I was wondering what that was. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I think those were the only two souvenir cups, if I okay. remember correctly. And you could order the drinks without the souvenir cups if you didn't want them. I, I ordered that Dagobah drink like five times, so right? <laughs> I did not get five individual cups. I sure. just got one Okay, because um, okay. I asked for just the one. But right. all of the drinks were so good. And in the lounge, yeah. like if you didn't want what they had on the menu for you, mm-hmm. they'd make you whatever. Um, like one night I had like, I think it was gin, ginger ale, cucumber, something else. It was delicious. I think basil was delicious. And then um, the espresso martinis that Lulu made for us, those were not on the menu but she was like i need to hook these girls up because they're tired and they love to drink so (laughs) i love it she had those made for us which was very nice okay okay i'm down with it it was 
just yeah the best (laughs) oh i found that last drink that i couldn't remember the name of for the um mixology class because there's a picture of all the drink names draber's delight so silver sea martini mark Uh of the huntress cloud of bespin and draber's delight okay who's draber i don't know i don't remember somebody who's delighted I bet Tori remembers all of the stories that went along with all the drinks. At that point, I was tired, yeah. honestly. I was like, <laughs> I'm ready to uh, go eat. <laughs> right. So I missed some of the details. but Okay. Is there is there yeah. f- there's food around the clock as well or only in certain times? Um, lunch is served every day from – well, let's see. So breakfast is served from 8 to – 10 or 11 and then lunch is from one to four and then you pick your dinner when you book your cruise you pick your dinner there's a dinner at five or five thirty, and then there's a dinner at like eight or eight thirty. we pick the later dinner okay. um but like i said you can order food in the lounge whenever you want which is included and then they also have those prepackaged snacks gotcha you can get whenever you want there's so much food you don't even know what to do with yourself <laughs> and someone who's like me and is a total glutton was just miserable and i had to wear shapewear under my cantobite dress and i just wanted to rip it off like <laughs> i was so full i was like i don't have i i can't be wearing shapewear right now <laughs> <laughs> that's funny yeah okay, um, okay. it was so good yeah the food was so good Okay, okay. I want it. I want it again. I'm just like looking. This is the little pizza I got in the lounge. It was delish. So good. This was Tori as she passed out asleep in Holly's lap in the lounge because she was so exhausted on the second night. Look at that. It's a Star Wars pizza. (laughs) I know. It's a Star Wars pizza. Here's me drinking my delicious (laughs) gin and ginger ale, whatever the heck it was. Fabulous drink. You know what's really funny? If I ever did this, I feel like I would take next to no pictures. <laughs> yeah. We took a lot. Tori and I, so we made a combined album of the Star Cruiser. Smart. There are, how do I find out how many pictures are in this album? I swear to God, there's like over a thousand <laughs> pictures in here. I can't, oh, oh, wait. Yeah, I found it. There are 1,665 photos and 154 videos. Ooh. My God. Mm-hmm. Get it. Yeah. I like it. I like oh, it a lot. Look how look how tired I look on the second <laughs> or on the last day. This is the worst photo of me that's ever existed in my life. Okay, okay. I can barely pull together a smile. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> and yet still fashionable. Like, <laughs> still barely, fashionable. Barely existing. But still, we were the only ones really dressed up on the last day. Everybody else was wearing like pajamas, but we were like, no, the fashion must not end. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this was nice too. We just became such good friends with the cast members there. Um, I missed this because this was when I went back to the room to rest for a little bit. Mm -hmm. But um, Tori went to the lounge to hang out with Holly and Brian, and they were talking to one (laughs) of their servers. This is their server's dog, Hash Brown. Oh my God. Look at it. Isn't he so cute? You know, I love me some dogs. I oh, know. cute. 
Yeah. I love we it. just met so many cool people and became like oh. friends. I feel like if we ever did this again, we would probably reach out to these people and be like, hey, we're booking Star Cruiser for these dates. Do you want to come? You know, like yeah. we made lifelong friends and we still talk to them. Like I still DM them. We're staying in touch. You know, we all followed each other on Instagram. Cool. It's so awesome. It definitely had that celebration kind of vibe of yeah? community and belonging and we're all here for the same reason, you know? That's cool. Here's also another picture of me absolutely exhausted on the transport to Batu. <laughs> Spaced out. Like See, there I you look so there you look tired. tired. <laughs> I was so tired. <laughs> Cause there's just so much going on yeah. all the time. That's hilarious. Oh my God. That sounds like yeah. the best time ever though. Yeah. I I hope I hope at some point everybody that wants to do this can do it because it was yeah. just so much fun. But I will say, like, obviously it's expensive. Mm-hmm. Everybody is in different financial, you know, situations. Mm-hmm. It's not affordable at all. Right. But if you can somehow find a way to swing it. Mm-hmm. I really don't think you'll regret it. I really don't. Okay. It's amazing. I'm down with it. Sell a kidney for it. I swear to God. <laughs> I've already been thinking about it. I was like, you know what? I, I could sell a kidney, but then you I'm down to one. And then what am I going to do to pay for another one? You know, I got to experience all three story tracks. Oh, you know? That's true. That's true. You need, yeah. a, you need at least one. Uh, mm-hmm. We'll figure it out. There's got to be yeah. an answer here. Yeah, I'm working on it. (laughs) How to to me that this is kind of motivating me to like keep up my little side hustles because I'm like I want to go back on the Star Cruiser. There you you go. Yes. Yeah, I'm down with it. Yeah, so that's my Star Cruiser review. It's very loose. It's very all over the place. Not spoilery. So, you know, if you want to hear stuff about spoilers and about the storyline, I would recommend going and listening to. The Sky Talkers episode, which I believe was from January of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, and in their episode, they broke down non-spoiler discussion and spoiler discussion. So if you want to hear about the story, you can go listen to their episode and it's really fun and thorough and you can hear about all that. But since you don't want to hear that part, Brian, I'm not yeah. going to go into all that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I knew spoilers going into it. Honestly. I'm, I'm glad. But yeah. I think I was glad because it helped me prioritize what I wanted to see and what I didn't want to see. Um, right. We ran into somebody that Tori and I are friends with, and he was like, ooh, you guys should go here at 3 p.m. And I was like, pull me aside and tell me what it is, and I'll decide if it's worth it for us. And for <laughs> us, for us, it wasn't worth going to because we had a conflict. I think for us at the same time, we had lightsaber training. Mm -hmm. And I was like, when I think about these two things, one of them is more valuable than the other. And for us, lightsaber training was more valuable. And Tori let me decide. She was like, if you think skipping lightsaber training would be worth it for this other thing that our friend Mm -hmm. knows about, we'll skip it. And I was like, no, it's not worth it. And I told her about it later. And she was like, oh, okay. And then guess what? (laughs) <laughs> we ended up experiencing that thing later after lightsaber training anyways. So oh. it all worked out. We didn't miss it. Like it happened twice. So we didn't miss it. Okay. Um, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. So I'm, I'm glad I knew about right. all the, the secrets. Yeah. Secrets. That's Mark secrets. Daniel says. Secrets. Okay. So that's it. 10 out of 10 from me. I will be going back at some point. 
rip my wallet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you had a good run. And rip, and rip my time because all I will be doing is working now. So, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, and shout out to Holly and Brian for being enablers and, yeah. um, you know, encouraging me to do it. I love that. That's what yeah. real friends are for. Enablers of exactly. a good time. Exactly. Yeah, there's always more money to be made. You can figure it out. Always. But well, yeah, good. once in a life experience for some people, mm-hmm. um, would highly, highly, highly recommend doing it if you can. It was freaking awesome. Good. Awesome, awesome, awesome. I'm glad you enjoyed it. I'm glad you recommend it. I'm also glad that you're friends with Monique now so you can explain why I sold all of our stuff to do it. <laughs> you know what? I don't know if I can help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to distract her for 45 hours. Okay. That's all. Okay. I'll plan a girl's there you uh, go. staycation we'll, for us. We'll figure it out. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Honestly, though, so Tori and I split the room, two of us in a room. Mm-hmm. We were very comfortable in that room. We never felt cramped. We never, and we had a lot of outfits. We had clothes everywhere, but we never <laughs> felt like it was overwhelming and we never felt like we didn't have enough room for our stuff. Okay. Um, or at least I didn't. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think she did either. Right. Um, you can fit a lot of people in a room. So there's two bunk beds, there's a king bed, and then there's a fold out twin bed. Mm-hmm. So depending on how many people you want to shove into a room, if you want to decrease the cost of your voyage, you can fit more people in your room and divide the cost by X amount of people. I don't think you can exploit that too much. And I don't even know like what the limit is on how many people you can have in there. But Mm -hmm. my point is the room sleeps five people comfortably, you know? Okay. Um, So if you wanted to like, learn more about the cost of that. I mean, you can always call Disney and say, hey, if I wanted to split the room with four friends, is that possible? I don't have the answer to that question. They could answer it, but it could make it a lot more feasible to pay for when you're not just splitting it with one other person or paying for it all entirely by yourself. Right. Um, And obviously, I recognize some people have families, Mm -hmm. so that gets difficult when you're thinking about the cost. But if you're one person just having to pay for yourself. Um, hopefully you can find friends that want to do it with you because it's it definitely helps justify the cost when you can split it a little bit. Sure. So. Okay. There you go. There you I go. I loved it. <laughs> you had a good time. Had a great time. I love that. Yep. Yep. It was the best. If I could have one wish, I would wish for us and all of our podcast listeners to go on the Star Cruiser together. Yeah. How cool would that be? That would be literally the coolest thing in the world. There's got to be a way. If you ever find a genie, (laughs) save the wish. I know you want to be in Star Wars, Brian, (laughs) but. (laughs) We need to find a genie or or the right caliber of blackmail. We'll figure it out. There's ways. We got options. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, good. So that was it. That's all I have for this show. I love it. I'm glad you had a great time. I'm excited to one day Thanks. experience it myself. Me too. It's going to be good. Maybe we can go together. Maybe. How fun would that be? Oh, I feel so bad oh for God. anyone that's on the voyage Oh, my with us. God. 
watching you react to stuff, I <laughs> honestly I don't even know if I can handle it. <laughs> you would be in a state of euphoria. You would feel oh, like you're drugged the whole time. Oh yeah, I would for a hundred percent. I'd be I'd be walking up to that like instructor guy and be like, I mean, we both know, like, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. <laughs> and they would completely play along with it. That's the yes. fun part. I would so I would test their limits to see yeah. how much they're going to be like, I understand that you're immersed. I have a mental illness to the level yeah. that this is real to me. <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm mocking the first order lieutenant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hand movements. Exactly. You're like throwing the finger on him like, Savannah, that is an officer in the first order. Like, <laughs> these guys are no joke. Listen, I heard they blew up He was four so planets. funny. <laughs> he was like, Captain, I think there's a mutiny being planned. And I went up to her and I was like, I'm not trying to take over your ship. Because right. he was like, underwater. What authority do you have to inspect the cargo hold? And I said, I'm a captain. He goes, of this ship? And I said, no, not of this ship, but I am a captain of a ship called the Zolan Dart. And then he was like, Captain, <laughs> there is a mutiny. And he, man, he is so funny. Lieutenant Croy is so funny. I love it. He was great. Anyways, we'll end it here. I'll shut up. I'm in <laughs> a state of bliss right now, like yes. living all of it. Yes. Hey, you will not yeah. find me turning that down whatsoever. I think yeah. it's fantastic. I posted a lot of pictures on Instagram. I have a whole Instagram highlight about it. Cool. Um, I don't think I posted many spoilers in my Instagram highlight. Mm -hmm. I don't think I did at all, actually. So that should be safe if anybody wants to look at it. There's a lot of pictures of the characters, but not a lot of story giveaway mm -hmm. stuff. So... If you're interested, feel free to check it out. Okay, I like it. I like it yeah. a lot. Yeah. So, um, with that, Brian, do you have anything else? Um, no, I'm just excited for you. I'm excited for Thanks. stuff that we're doing. It's a it's a new year. We have things to be excited about. Should we talk about that, or are we going to keep it a secret? Uh, not in detail, but just just like something's happening. Um, outside of the thing that just happened recently. Or which one? Give me, give me a hint of what you're talking about. <laughs> a, sequ a sequel. Yes, we know that. We announced that one already. Yes, we yes. are still working on the sequel yes. for The Adventures of the Zolan Dart. We have some things that have happened recently, which we're not going to talk about in detail, but mm -hmm. we're just, we're really amped right now about the sequel. Yes. We're getting back on track with it. There's the been a, there's been a recalibration and mm -hmm. it made the story in a lot of ways even better. Yes. We're very excited so, about it. We're back on track with that, and we're both really, really, really excited about it. I know I'm excited. I know you're excited. Yeah. Um, we were a little bit radio silent about that project after we announced the sequel. It was not intentional. Like, Brian's mm -hmm. been working very this hard on it for <laughs> a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it has not been in pause mode like no. it has been worked on yes but now we're just shifting gears a little bit but we're feeling really good about it so that's still happening and we will share more when we can yes soon very soon, exciting very soon very, very exciting soon. things in the works um mm -hmm. more information as it is available <laughs> yeah 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 um now that the holidays are over my schedule is a lot more free so we never have a regular recording schedule, nope. as all of you know. Never but have. 
We will be recording more frequently very soon. Sweet. Um, plenty of things to talk about. Mando so trailer just came out. Bad yes. Batch season two is back on. Mm-hmm. We still got to talk about um, House of the Dragon. Uh-huh. We still got to talk about Rings of Power. We have so much to talk about. So much. So we will be recording more often for sure. Whoop, whoop. Stay We're tuned, happy to be back. Friends. Happy New Year to all of you. We love all of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for supporting us. Um, we're just in awe that we're still here and that this show gets more than two downloads <laughs> every time we do an episode. Like, what the Yeah, heck? there's at least three. We got the Triple D squad. That's insane. <laughs> I feel like we lost one of the Ds. Did we? I don't think so. I, think- I don't think Derek listens anymore. Nah, he's ride or die. We'll shame him. No, yeah. no, no. We'll shame him. He, he's for sure not making it this far. If but he, he, he attempted. Is, Derek, if you're hearing this, you better text me. Yes. But I highly doubt that you're listening. So Ye we'll of little faith. If you're me or not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, I hold strong. I'm a fan of the Triple D squad. At the very least, we Derek know they Derek and I talk every day. That man's not listening to this. Um, <laughs> he and I don't talk every day on purpose. Like, you want to know how I'm doing? You got to listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well. Good stuff. Thanks, Brian, for letting me ramble about my amazing Of course. Vacation. I'm going to start bringing it up hours. randomly just so you could tell me about it again. Ugh. I love Please it. Please don't. I get too emotional. <laughs> I've, I've always said this. I think passion is one of the greatest gifts in life. If you find someone who's passionate about something, I don't even need to know what that thing is. If you're passionate about it, I want to hear you talk about it because I think that is so rare and so beautiful. So it was a joy to listen to you talk about it and I got to live vicariously through you. you. Thank you. I'm happy for you, pal. Thanks. Yeah. Well, Brian? Yep. I will talk to you very soon. Yep. And to everybody else listening, may the force be with you. And I don't know. I'll see you later, I guess.